Good afternoon, everyone. This is Christy coming to you from the Yakin County Public Library for this week's episode of our library podcast. Today's topic is all about off the beaten path weekend getaways. Now, we are officially on the second day of summer, so we are just at the beginning of the summer season. Lots of people are planning vacations, weekend getaways. Um, little excursions, whether it's with the family or just you and your spouse or significant other, or um, if you're just looking for a quick trip for a weekend, this is the perfect episode for you to listen into. Today, we're going to focus on three general areas and discuss some options that are in all of these areas for a fun-filled, adventure-seeking, relaxing getaway for a weekend. So maybe you don't have enough time to do a full week of vacation or go for a, a, um, a location that's far away. These are some great options right here in the good old state of North Carolina that you can just hop away for a quick weekend and have a wonderful filled weekend of lots of activities and maybe see something that you haven't seen in our state. So let's get started. We're gonna dive into Bryson City, North Carolina first. Bryson City is a gateway town to the Great Smoky Mountains and one of the oldest settlements in the state. Native Americans call this region home for long before that as well. The town enjoys stunning mountain scenery and is famous for river rafting. This small but quaint mountain town offers plenty of charm, boutique hotels, amazing restaurants, river views, and much more. One of the places that I found that would be a great day trip on your weekend is Cooper Creek Trout Farm and Pond. It rests peacefully on 70 acres of pristine North Carolina mountain splendor. Cooper Creek, numerous branches, springs, and falls, and two ponds brings pure smoky mountain water tumbling over the property and through the senses. Waterfalls are abundant with several on the property and a 60-foot high Little Creek Fall can be accessed by hiking from the Cooper Creek property. It's approximately 1.45 miles into the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. This location is open daily year-round. The Trout Pond opens at 10 a.m. and closes at 4 p.m. daily. Winter hours do change slightly due to the shortening daylight and lower temperatures, but fishing is still available even if there's snow on the ground and ice on the pond. And no, best of all, no reservations are required. The Great Smoky Mountain Railroads is also a wonderful place you can hop on board to explore uncharted areas of Western North Carolina. It's a terrific way to experience the beauty of the Appalachian. Their passenger excursions can take you from the historic depot in Bryson City through the beautiful countryside of Western North Carolina to various destinations. The variety of passenger train options and special event trains make it a perfect place for making memories and experiencing the true form of railroading. One of the top fun things to do in North Carolina for families. Enjoy dining on the train via the first class cars with a private attendant 
or pre-purchase boxed lunches and eat other seating options. Listen to the narrative, informative narration and take in the breathtaking views. Head on over to Deep, Deep Creek Trail. Um, this Deep Creek Loop Trail is a popular five-mile trail north of downtown Bryson. It's well visited for its enchanting streams and waterfalls. Deep Creek Trail runs through the forest of the Great Smoky Mountains, passing by three spectacular waterfalls deep into the greenery. Go out and explore the magical depths of the forest to, the, to see this gorgeous natural wonder. If you seek total nature immersion, you can reserve a campground to stay campground site to stay for a night or two. Fishing, biking, and picnicking are also welcome. Klingman's Dome is another wonderful location in the Bryson City area. At 6,643 feet, Klingman's Dome is the highest point in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. It's the highest point in Tennessee and the hot third highest mountain east of the Mississippi. Only Mount Mitchell and Mount Craig, both located in Mount Mitchell State Park in western North Carolina, rise higher. The observation tower on the summit of Clemens Dome offers spectacular 360-degree views of the Smokies and beyond for visitors who are willing to climb the steep half-mile walk to the tower at the top. On clear days, views expand over 100 miles. Unfortunately, air pollution often limits viewing distances to under 20 miles. Clouds, precipitation, and colder temperatures are common at the dome. Temperatures can be anywhere from 10 to, 10 to 20 degrees Fahrenheit cooler than in the surrounding lowlands. In fact, the cool, wet conditions on Clingman's Dome Summit make the, per the perfect location for the spruce fir forest that grows there, a coniferous rainforest. Proper preparation is kind of essential for this area for a wonderful visit. Dress in layers and be sure to bring a jacket even in summer. The road leading to the tower is closed seasonally, typically from early December through late March and whenever weather conditions require. It's seven miles to the end of Clemens Dome Road and there are scenic pullouts with endless views of ridges and valleys along the way. The road ends in a large parking area from which a half-mile trail leads to the summit. The trail is paved but steep and leads to an observation tower, of course, on top. Pets and bicycles are not permitted on the paved trail to the observation tower or on any other trails in the area. A bike rack is located near the beginning of the paved trail to park bikes while walking to the top. You'll just need to make sure that you bring a lock to secure your bike. Um, although the trail is paved, it is too steep to be wheelchair accessible, so please keep that in mind. And besides the trail to the summit, there are also several other trails that start on Clemens Dome Road and parking area. The Appalachian Trail crosses Clemens Dome, marking the highest point along its journey from Georgia to Maine. And the Forney Ridge Trail leads to Andrews Bald, a high elevation grassy bald. Next, we're hopping over to Wildwater Nantahala. This is an adventure center that's been paving the way for thrills atop the Blue Ridge and Smoky Mountains since the early 70s. For adventurers looking for heart-pounding fun things to do in Bryson City, 
Wild Water Adventure Center takes you to the wild and scenic Chattooga River where you brave the waves or zip high above the treetops. Take the center's fully guided trips to rent a raft, cross sky bridges, slide down several zip lines, ride jeeps, and if you want to stay for the night, hop on over to Yurt Village for a unique alternative to cabin rentals. Fontana Dam is also located in the Great Smoky Mountains in Bryson City, the largest of its kind in the eastern United States. In 1941, the dam was built by the Tennessee Valley Authority on land that was donated by ALCO, who saw it as an immense opportunity to generate hydroelectricity. Due to the construction, the communities who live around the dam were displaced, and instead, Fontana Lake flowed. The deal also comprised a road from the city to Deals Gap to make it convenient for the displaced people to move to and from the city and to visit their ancestral land. By 1970s, only a seven-mile stretch of the road was construction with an abrupt ending inside a small tunnel within the park. As a relief, Swain County was supposed to receive a consolation of $58 million dollars only which of 20, 12 million has been paid till date. The new sign to the road says, Welcome to the road to nowhere. A broken promise, 1943 to question mark. Lastly, in our stop in the Bryson City area, Smoky, Mountains Trains, Smoky Mountain Trains Museum. This is uh, operated by the Great Smoky Mountains Railroad. It boasts a collection of 7,000 objects. The popular museum brings you back to your childhood, featuring Lionel model engines, cars, and accessories, a large model train layout, a children's activity center, and a gift shop. Explore the Great Smoky Mountains Railroad Heritage indoors with the kids and have a fun watch and have fun watching little trains at once through three levels of railroad layout. You can even control a few of the scenes. Our next stop for a weekend getaway that might be a little off the beaten path is Curie Beach. Now, I know this is a beach and a lot of our beaches are very popular, but Curie Beach is a very um, small town beach that's located in New Hanover County, about 15 miles south of Wilmington. So it's a little off the beaten path and not as widely probably used as some of the nearby beaches. Um, it's, like I said, a small town beach um, that you would visit as a child. It's home to the oldest fishing, beer on the, fishing pier on the Atlantic coast, an oceanfront park, a nearby state aquarium, and a historic fort and beautiful seaside surroundings. Curie Beach provides the perfect settings for you and your family to explore and reconnect in this pure and natural playground. Experience North Carolina's family-friendly coastal retreat where a small town meets big-time fun. Our first stop here in Curie Beach is historic Fort Fisher. Fort Fisher was a Confederate fort during the American Civil War. It protected the vital trading routes of the port at Wilmington, North Carolina from 1861 until its capture by the Union in 1865. No longer an active military base, it was closed on June 30, 1988 by the Air Force and turned over to the Federal Aviation Administration. Therefore, you can visit this awesome place without any sort of military ID. 
It's open to everyone, and best of all, it's totally free. Site of the Civil War's largest amphibious land and water battle, the remaining portion of the gigantic Fort Fisher earthworks, along with a restored palisade fence and an impressive seacoast gun, sits near the visitor center. The fully accessible visitor center and gift shop includes a video, exhibits, and artifacts recovered from the sunken ships. A scenic trail shaded by gnarled live oaks leads past the earthworks around to the rear of the fort where it still remains. The newest exhibits from Slave to Soldier, Free a Man, the African-American Experience at Fort Fisher, and A Memory a People Could Not Forget, Lumbee Indians at Fort Fisher, detailing the vital role that Lumbee Indians played in building the fort's massive earthworks. Battle Acre Monument to Civil War Soldiers with separate walking trails and two oceanfront gazebos is located along Highway 421 from the Visitor Center along the ocean front. The remains of the blockade runner, Condor, are about 700 yards off the beach. Dive enthusiasts can pick up a dive map to explore the wreck, the first stop on North Carolina's Heritage Dive Site Trail. There is also a small campground located on the actual military facility that you may stay at. It's reasonably priced for a nominal fee. You can have a site to stay overnight. Very beautiful, large paved spots and extremely clean. Driving on the beach is allowed at Fort Fisher State Recreation Area. Registered vehicles with valid park-issued permits are allowed in the four-wheel drive access area. And seasonal and daily permits are available with driving permitting permitted 24 hours a day off-season. Our next stop in the beautiful Curie Beach area is North Carolina Aquarium. This aquarium features stunning exhibits of aquatic environment and wildlife that connects you with the natural world. Explore marine life from salt marshes and tidal pools to a two-story open ocean exhibit featuring sharks, rays, and eels. Discover a family of Asian otters frolicking in their playful habitat. Meet Luna, a rare albino alligator and a rescued bald eagle. Feel the smooth skin of a gliding stingray and come face to face with a loggerhead sea turtle. Stroll through the aquarium's outdoor, outdoor garden and discover aquatic wildlife at daily dive shows and animal encounters. Explore more with the behind the scenes tours, outdoor adventures, and camps. The gift shop carries a variety of puzzles, games, shirts, sweatshirts, collector's items, stuffed animals, souvenirs, posters, toys, and much more. South, visit one of North Carolina's most popular attractions. Um, it's located 15 miles south of Wilmington, and it is directly on 421 south of Curie Beach and less than a mile from the Fort Fisher Ferry Terminal. The aquarium features new exhibits seasonally as well as summer camp programs for the kids. Our next stop is Curie Beach Oceanfront Park and Pavilion. This is the um, largest public green space here in Curie Beach. It's located in the heart of the downtown area near the iconic Curie Beach Fishing Pier. This wonderful addition to Curie Beach opens includes an open air pavilion with a stage for concerts, weddings and events, public restrooms, a walking path, a play area for children and swings 
are all available and are all oceanfront. Next, Curie Beach Pier, which is one of the oldest piers on the Atlantic coast, is available for visitors to walk along or fish off of. It's recently been renovated, 711 foot pier. Um, and as well, you can buy tackle, bait, rod and reel combos, or enjoy visiting the nearby seasonal concession stand that has ice cream, an arcade, and souvenir area. This family-friendly, no-alcohol-allowed pier gives kids of all ages the chance to see miles of coastline. Bait Shop and Shore, Bait Shop and Store, traditionally operates from April 1st until Thanksgiving. Um, no fishing license is required to fish off of this pier, but there is a nominal fee involved to be allowed to do so. Pier access is free year-round to those not fishing, but interested in a spectacular ocean view. One of the great options in this area, located right on the beach, is Curie Beach Yoga. They strive to make yoga accessible for all, physically and financially. Classes are held either on the beach, just north, north of the Curie Beach Pier, on the stage at the Oceanfront Park, or inside the clean and modern Curie Beach Community Center that's located one block from the Atlantic Ocean and a short drive or bike ride from Carolina Beach. Whether you're an island local or you're just there visiting for a weekend getaway, they would love to have you there for a class. Joe Eeks Park is a local park here that has baseball, volleyball, and basketball courts tennis courts, a playground, picnic area, an off-leash fenced dog area, and bocce ball courts. There's also an 18-hole disc golf course and a bicycle repair stand, complete with an ample selection of tools and bicycle pumps. All of these facilities are available on a first-come, first-served basis, so just plan accordingly if you plan on coming to this area. And our last stop on our trip to Curie Beach area is the Southport Fisher Ferry. Southport Fort Fisher Ferry. Traveling through Carolina Beach, Curie Beach, and Fort Fisher on Pleasure Island leads you to the Southport Fort Fisher Ferry Terminal. This drive-on ferry leaves from the tip of Fort Fisher at the mouth of the Cape River, Cape Fear River, and it docks two miles from the historic town of Southport. The enjoyable 30-minute one-way trip is filled with unique, beautiful views along the Cape Fear River. Once the all-clear is given, you can leave your car and either go to the observation deck or to the front or rear of the ferry. This is a perfect scenic cruise or transportation for a day trip to Southport from the Curie Beach area. Next, we're moving on to our third and last stop for an off-the-beaten-path weekend getaway. And this is taking us to Brevard, North Carolina. Brevard is a city located in Transylvania County with a population of just over 7,600. It is the county seat and it is located at the entrance to the Pisgah National Forest. Brevard has become a noted tourism, retirement, and cultural center in western North Carolina. It's also home to white squirrels that lurk around the Brevard College area. It has a nice downtown area and tons of gorgeous scenery all around. It's known as the land of waterfalls. Uh, it's not hard to see how you can fall in love with this area right from the beginning from all the beautiful scenic areas. 
First stop in Brevard is Looking Glass Falls. This offers uh, one of the most popular and beautiful falls in Western North Carolina and quite impressive at 60 feet tall and for its natural structure. The name Looking Glass comes from Looking Glass Rock, where water freezes on its sides in the winter and then glistens in the sunlight like a mirror or looking glass. Looking Glass Creek, which flows past the rock, is also named for the impressive natural structure. Its easy accessibility makes Looking Glass Falls a popular spot for travelers along the US 276 near Brevard. Steps lead down to the falls and a photo and photo spots are also located along the railing near the road. There is a short three-tenths mile out and back trail near Pisgah Forest that would lead you to the falls. Generally considered an easy route, this is a very popular area for birding and walking, so you'll likely encounter other people while exploring. The trail is open year-round and is beautiful to visit any time. Dogs are welcome, um, but they must be on a leash in this area. Next, we're hopping over to Pisgah National Forest. This is a land of mile-high peaks, cascading waterfalls, and heavily forested slopes. Comprised of about a little over 500,000 acres, the Pisgah is a primarily a hardwood forest with whitewater rivers, waterfalls, and hundreds of miles of trails. This national forest is home of the first tract of land purchased under the Weeks Act of 1911, which led to the creation of the national forest in the eastern United States. It's also home of the first school of forestry in the United States, now preserved at the Cradle of Forestry in America Historic Site, and it boasts two of the first designated wilderness areas in the east. The Pisgah, along with Grandfather, and Appalachian Ranger districts are scattered along the eastern edge of the mountains of Western North Carolina and offer visitors a variety of opportunities for outdoor recreation and enjoying the natural beauty of the mountains. Enjoy camping or a picnic at one of the many day use areas. A listing of camping and day use areas in the Pisgah National Forest can be found on the Forest Services website. Lots of activities are available, such as biking, climbing, camping, cabin rental, fishing, hiking, horseback riding, and picnicking. The Visitor Center offers outdoor learning in the areas of Pisgah Ranger District, Cradle of Forestry in America Heritage Site, and the Forestry Disco Discovery Center. The Pisgah Ranger District is home to many waterfalls, scenic views, and miles of hiking, biking, and equestrian trails. Bordering Transylvania, Buncombe, and Haywood counties, Pisgah Ranger District is a short drive from Asheville, Hendersonville, Brevard, and Waynesville. Lake Powhatan Recreation Area and Bent Creek Experimental Forest are also included in the Pisgah District, providing visitors with more recreation opportunities. Nestled below the Blue Ridge Parkway on the Pisgah National Forest is the birthplace of forestry in America, the Cradle of Forestry. The Cradle abounds with ways to have fun while learning about the forest, traditional Blue Ridge culture, and forest management. Paved trails, perfect for strollers and wheelchairs, put the forest at your fingertips. The 6,500-acre Cradle of Forestry Heritage Site in the Pink Beds Valley was established by Congress in 1968 and contains the first official school for forestry in America. 
the Biltmore Forest School. Spanning over 100 years of forest conser conservation history, the Cradle of Forestry offers a snapshot of life at America's first school of forestry. The area is complete with a restored 1914 Climax logging locomotive, a helicopter in the Forest Discovery Center exhibit hall, and events and activities throughout the Cradle of Forestry in America Heritage Site. Next, we're moving on over to the Nantah Nantahala National Forest. This area lies in the mountains and valleys of southwestern North Carolina. It's the largest of the North Carolina's four national forests. The Nantahala encompasses 531,148 acres with elevations ranging from 5,800 feet at Lone Bald in Jackson County to 1,200 feet in Cherokee County along Hiwassee River. Located second to the Pacific Northwest, the Nantahala is the wettest region in the country. Due to its environment importance and historical ties with the Cherokees, the forest was officially established on January 29, 1920 by President Woodrow Wilson. The word Nantahala is a Cherokee-derived meaning land of the noonday sun. In some spots, the sun reaches the floor of the deep gorges of the forest only when it is high overhead at midday. This was part of the homeland of the historic Cherokee and their indigenous ancestors, who have occupied the region for thousands of years. The forest is divided into three districts, Chioa in Robbinsville, North Carolina, Tuscuti in Murphy, North Carolina, and the Nantahala in Franklin, North Carolina. All district names come from the Cherokee language. The Nantahala Na National Forest was established in 1920 under the authority of the 1911 Weeks Act as well. It provided authority to the acquire the lands for national forests to protect watersheds, to, prote to provide timber, and to regulate the flow of navigable streams. In the Nantahala National Forest, visitors enjoy a wide variety of recreational activities, from whitewater rafting, motorboating, bridal trails, fishing, nature hiking, trail uh, nature hiking trails picnic areas swimming and camping with over 600 miles of trails opportunities exist for hikers mountain bikers horseback riders and off-highway vehicle riders one of the many attractions whitewater falls near cashiers is the highest falls east of the mississippi it's accessed by the way of a steep one mile trail through a cove forest beginning at the overlook of the falls and descending to a bridge crossing the Whitewater River. If you're an avid hiker, there are hundreds of miles of hiking trails winding through the Nantahala National Forest. A few of the trails you can travel are Whiteside Mountain Hike, located between Cashiers and Highlands, North Carolina. This two-mile loop trail takes you up 750 feet high cliffs with outstanding views. The Appalachian National Scenic Trail, which travels 2,174 miles through multiple states. In the Nantahala National Forest section of the trail, you can hike to Wesser Bald Lookout Tower or Wea Bald Lookout Tower in Panther Town Valley. Located in Jackson County, Panther Town Valley consists of 30 miles of maintained spots 
30 miles of main tank marked trails where you can hike, bike, or go horseback riding. If waterfalls and scenic spots are more up your alley, try a few of these beauties. Dry Falls, a 75-foot waterfall located near Highlands, North Carolina, along U.S. Highway 64. You can even walk behind the spectacular waterfall. Upper Whitewater Falls is a 411-foot waterfall that is the highest waterfall east of the Mississippi River. And Dill Falls, this 50-foot waterfall in Jackson County, is only a short hike from the road and one of the most beautiful waterfalls on Forest Heritage Scenic Byway. For your outdoor enthusiast, there is whitewater rafting. The Nantahala River Gorge is a nine-mile Class 2, Class 3 river that you can kayak, canoe, or raft down. Fishing opportunities galore are available as well. You can reel in bass, sunfish, walleye, and catfish at Lake Chatoog or Fontana Lake and find plenty of trout in the Chattanooga River, the upper Nantala, Nantahala River, Standing Indian Kimsey Creek or Park Creek, which are all located in the Nantahala National Forest. Lastly, there are plenty of full-featured and primitive campgrounds located in the Nantahala Forest as well. Whatever kind of camping adventure you desire, you're sure to find it here. Our next stop in the Brevard area is the Crystal Mountain Gem Mine, a great kids activity and fun for the whole family. Crystal Mountain Gem Mine brings you the unique experience of engaging in your own gem mining adventure. This downtown gem mine is full of precious gems from private mine shafts around the world and allows you to mine for your very own gemstones. Featuring a gigantic 58-foot-long indoor water flume, you can try your luck at striking it rich just like a real prospector from the 1800s. Best of all, you get to keep everything you find there's also an indoor rock and fossil shop where you can shop for precious stones and find yourself surrounded by thousands of breath breathtaking specimens from all over the globe. And our last stop in the Brevard area is the Veterans History Museum of the Carolinas. This honors veterans of all branches of the military, but especially those of the Carolinas and the North Georgia region by displaying artifacts from the 20th century to current times. Housing a large collection of military artifacts, uniforms, weaponry, original newspapers, personal letters, and more. Donations by local veterans and their families help to document and preserve the contributions and sacrifices they have made. The mission of the Veterans History Museum of the Carolinas is to honor our nation's veterans, to educate the public about our country's military history and the contributions of our service men and women, and to preserve important and historic unique historic artifacts. The museum reflects a love of country and gratitude to those who serve it by remembering and celebrating their service. Keep in mind the hours are limited. They are only open from 11 to 3, Tuesdays through Saturdays, with free admission, but information, uh, but well worth the time to visit this fascinating museum with such an amazing collection of artifacts and information from World War II to present day. Free lectures are organized inside the museum and are also available to make everyone feel the events in a more tangible manner. The museum also offers opportunities for educating children through various programs. One last resource I'd like to share with you guys. Uh, there are a couple of books in our local system um, that you can check out or place a hold on. 
the first one is Backroads of North Carolina, Your Guide to Great Day Trips and Weekend Getaways by Kevin Adams. And this book is a traveler's dream from the Great Smoky Mountains to the historic to the Outer Banks Historic Lighthouses, Wild Horses and Charming Fishing Villages, from Battlegrounds of the Revolutionary and Civil Wars to the Heart of Motorsports, from Rolling Wine Country and Golf Courses to Stately Plantations and Rustic Settlements. Whether you travel for North Carolina Fort's historic treasures or natural beauty, this handy guide will help you find the Old North State's most spectacular sites and secret treasures. The book charts weekend adventures and day trips along back roads and scenic routes into the state's many mist-shrouded mountains, the Black, the Blue Ridge, and the Great Smokies, and down to its ever-changing shores. It's illustrated with lots of maps and interesting details, and it's a page-by-page -page, uh, book that it was a passport to the more offbeat delights of the Tar Heel State. Second book is The 52 Virginia Weekends, Great Getaways and Adventures for Every Season by W. Lynn Selden. This is part of an action-packed travel series of books that offers four full seasons of fun, 52 weekends in all. There's something for everyone here, including romantic getaways for couples, vigorous activities for families, and an outdoor adventures for seekers of sun and fresh air. Travels will find how find information on how to plan trips and make the best use of their weekends all year long. So if you're looking for some information or um, on uh, other locations uh, for a scenic getaway, these are two great resources that are available in our local catalog for you to check out. We hope you found some great and useful information or maybe some places that you've never thought about or knew about that are um right here in our state of North Carolina to go spend a weekend or maybe, uh, you know, a, a, a day trip for. Um, this was geared towards making sure that you had enough information on places in these areas that we talked about to spend a whole weekend getaway for. So hope you enjoyed it. And uh, as always, there's always lots more out there in these areas to explore beyond what we've talked about today. So go out and explore, plan a, a fun little trip to get away for the weekend. Even if you can't spend um, a week vacation somewhere, these are all, um, there are lots of great places um, throughout the state that you can just spend a short weekend and still have lots of fun. We've enjoyed spending this time with you today and exploring some of our wonderful state. We'll see you back here next week for our next episode of the Yakin County Public Library podcast. Till then, have a safe and wonderful week.